All right, so uh, on today's show, we finally get around to Abby and Judaism. So Abby, the red-headed stepchild of the Judaic nation, is here to talk to us. <laughs> Judaic nation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's close enough, right? <laughs> Abby, uh, you are... Um, what would you describe yourself as? Uh, because being a Jew is both a religion and a, I guess, an ethnic um, group, right? So how, how would you describe yourself? Uh, culturally Jewish and not religious at all. Do you think that's becoming more common? I think it is. Yep. There's a lot of, um, I guess, religious Jews that are upset about it, so it must be more common. <laughs> <laughs> it must be. Everybody's upset. Now, uh, I'm curious, what was your upbringing like? Uh, do they actually have Jewish schools like they do Catholic schools? Yes, it's called Hebrew school. So, yep, it's like Sunday school, except you learn Hebrew and you don't understand what it means. <laughs> <laughs> so they just so teach the verses. Can you speak Hebrew? Um, I can read it and I can write in it, but I have no idea what I'm saying or writing. Now, th this right here is perfect proof of the gift of tongues. She may not be able to speak, but she can write the shit out of Hebrew. That's not the gift of tongues. That's close enough. That's the gift of fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Most people have a different use for their fingers, but at any rate. So, so let me get this straight. They're actually just teaching you these verses, forcing you to write them down, and they never teach you what they mean. Exactly. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> That makes so much sense. Now, Leighton knows next to nothing about Judaism, except that it was the original form of Mormonism. Isn't that yes. right? Yes, <laughs> and it took Joseph Smith to come back <laughs> and, and restore, restore it. it to <laughs> you guys have just corrupted it. Yeah. I also know right. that about six trillion Jews were killed in the Holocaust. and uh, That was all just a hoax. No, it was million, not trillion. And <laughs> you killed... <laughs> You're responsible, personally responsible for the death of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Well, Don't you feel you bad about that? Respond to that, Abby. Come on, why did you kill Jesus? <laughs> well, he was Jewish, so I mean, I always kind of wondered about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Like, They're all about the Jews killed Jesus. They uh, conveniently forget that he was a Jew. It's like there weren't any Christians at the time, <laughs> so I don't understand how that works. I don't think we're going to solve that on this show. No, no, probably not. And I wonder how they got to be six trillion Jews in the first place. Um, breeding like rabbits. Yeah, no birth control. <laughs> no <laughs> birth it. control. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're just going to jump into that, is there some sort of rule like they have in Mormonism where you can't stop the hand of God from impregnating your wife? Is it the hand of God <laughs> doing that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't going to pick another appendage, but since you've gone that way, it must be a different one. Hey, there are different types of Judaism. It depends on which flavor of Judaism you're talking about. The curly Q Judaism. Orthodox? Yeah. Yes, Orthodox. Um, yeah, you know, all the I think all the hardcore Christian stuff stems from that. It's very much... Um, yeah, no birth control, have as many, be fruitful and multiply. Yeah, the man rules the household. All, all of that stuff, pretty much entrenched. I like this religion. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're all patriarchal religions. I mean, the three, the three uh, great patriarchal religions, uh, Islam, Judaism, and Christianity, I mean, they all stem from Judaism. How do you feel about that? Uh, Islam <laughs> and, uh, you know, Muhammad and Jesus swiping your religion. Well, it's too bad. <laughs> and then turning around and 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 persecuting the Jews, both uh, Muslims and <laughs> Muslims hate the Jews, Christians hate the Jews. Is there anyone who likes the Jews? No, no, there isn't. I think it's kind of like family hatred or something. <laughs> so, what exactly did you Jews do in your family history that pissed off the rest of the world? Um, invented a religion that's. <laughs> completely sexist and hard to deal with uh, has a lot of weird conflicting rules probably got a lot of people pissed off yeah there's so, actually a little bit of uh, self-loathing in the bible actually too they're all about how terrible a people we are us Jews we can't follow God's rules we get punished blah 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 this is why we got invaded <laughs> by the Persians <laughs> carted off to Babylon because we're so wicked basically Oh yeah, yeah, and that's that's very Jewish. The whole like, I think some Jews probably justify the Holocaust going, oh, oh well, it's because we pissed someone off. 
They're actually out there saying the Holocaust was there to teach them something. I'm sure there are some Jews saying that. I don't know them personally, <laughs> but yes, yeah. that's, that's how you internalize. I mean, that's how they internalize the um, getting taken over by the Babylonians, right? We weren't worshiping God properly enough. I think that's the point in their history where they went from saying, you know, well, a bunch of other gods exist, and we just believe in in our God that we have this contract with, to saying absolutely no other gods exist. Our God is the only. It's like kind of from a henotheism to a true monotheism at that point. And that's that that structure of internalization. And it's been, what, 60 years from the Holocaust. Uh, I'd be surprised if at least a splinter group of Jews hadn't internalized that in that fashion, right? They'd blame themselves. Well, this is God's punishment for something we did. Right, right. And I think that a lot of it's tied into the Zionist movement, where a lot of Jews, you know, say that Israel's the Holy Land and we need to go back there. And I think that movement was gaining popularity right before the Holocaust. So I, I guess when the Holocaust happened, they were kind of saying, oh, well, you know, we don't belong in Europe. We should be going back to our Holy Land. Does it come as a surprise to you that the Holy Land is actually located in Salt Lake City, Utah? No, 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 no. Missouri <laughs> is where Jesus is coming back. Yeah, that's the Garden you know, of Eden. <laughs> Missouri is not really a very holy land. I, I wouldn't really... Yeah, no. <laughs> with all that cheap land and out houses without houses, I mean, how can you go wrong? Uh, <laughs> I was hoping the Holy Land would be a little more scenic. <laughs> well, that's the Garden of Eden. Just imagine what it used to be. So, so tell us about the different flavors of Judaism. Well, there's really only four. Um, there's Reform, Conservative, Orthodox, and Hasidic. And I'm not counting the non-religious, non-affiliated. They've made up a new category for non-religious Jews <laughs> called unaffiliated Jews. So I guess that's why. <laughs> so you're unaffiliated. Yes. Here's a, here's a question. Are Have you come out right and said you're uh, an atheist, or are you still just a non-practicing Jew? Well, I say I'm agnostic, but I'm leaning more and more towards atheism. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I pretty much just started telling people I'm an atheist. It's easier. Excellent. That's a long <laughs> philosophical discussion you have to go through to tell them the difference between agnosticism and atheism. Yeah. I would I'd say, you know... I was agnostic for a little while, and then I thought, well, I don't believe in God, so I guess that makes me an atheist. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of like, well, I don't really believe in God. I don't really know for sure. I guess I'll find out when I die. Uh, <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's you not... didn't take the handbook of self-flagellation quite seriously. No, I think by the time I was 11 or 12, I started saying, what, what's up with this? <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, tell us about your background. Um, you, you were uh, born a Jew, and as everyone knows, that um, that seed comes through the mother. Am I getting this right, Layden? Uh, I believe it was Islam that comes from the father, and Jewish <laughs> comes from the mother. And we're still trying to decide if it destroys the universe if those two ever unite. <laughs> Good question. I've never known a half Jew, half Muslim. <laughs> There's know. a reason for that. Uh, do they just like have one curly cue down one side and then wear the, uh, the the little thing on the other? There's a bomb on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I will only blow up half of myself. <laughs> so, um, tell us about your upbringing. You were were you raised a Hasidic Jew? <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> If I was, I, I probably, for me, a rebellion would be downgrading to conservative. Um, <laughs> How were you no, raised? I have a, a whole bunch of cousins who are Hasidic. Um, I was raised Reform, which is the least, the least religious you can be, um, and not be an atheist. So they yeah. um, essentially, what is a, ref, a Reform Jew? Do they, they update all the practices, or is it like kind of a cafeteria Catholic where they're like, oh, I like that one, I like that one, I don't like that one? It's a little bit like that. I mean, they have female rabbis. They go to temple maybe once or twice a year for the high holy days. They, they do celebrate the Jewish holidays, but in a very 
um, laid back kind of way. Like they don't necessarily obey every single rule. And yeah. do the uh, Hasidic cousins throw stones at you guys? <laughs> <laughs> they they shake their heads sadly and say, "We are lost souls." <laughs> yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I wonder where we've seen that. Hmm. What what take us through your childhood? Uh, how exactly did you grow up as a Reformed Jew? I mean, uh, your your parents must have thought something of the religion, seeing how they sent you off to Hebrew school. Right. Yeah. Well, my dad was raised Orthodox, um, but he hated it. <laughs> so he, I would say, he is probably at heart an agnostic or an atheist. But my mom kind of wanted to be more religious, so she, I think she's just my interpretation, but she's kind of pushing him towards religion. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, but growing up, I mean, he never, he's a scientist, he never really pushed religion very much, and he had, he has a lot of disdain towards Orthodox and Hasidic Jews. So, so even even Jews hate other Jews. <laughs> <laughs> can't we all just get along? <laughs> you can't win yeah, as mean, a Jew. <laughs> well, part of it is the same way you feel about, you know, super religious Mormons. I mean, oh, yeah. he was raised that way, so I can understand being a little fed up with it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You break yeah. when you break away from that, uh when you sever those ties, it, um it, oh god, you never yeah. want to go back. There's a distaste in the mouth that you just can't get rid of yeah. even when those really religious come up and talk to you, you just want to punch them in the face. So And did you always feel cheated growing up that you had Hanukkah instead of Christmas? Oh yeah, yeah, it was pretty <laughs> awful. <laughs> so we're just going to assume that now you celebrate Christmas like crazy. Yeah, I celebrate Christmas now. It's so I secular, mean, you know. I figure Santa Claus does not have a whole lot to do with Jesus. I just don't <laughs> skip. <laughs> They're the same person. I hate to tell you this, but Jesus is keeping a list. He's checking it twice. Yep, yep, He's and. Gonna, uh, the, the lump cape of coal. Santa Claus wears used to be Jesus's loincloths. So. <laughs> the coal will actually be lit on fire if you're a bad person. I don't know where the reindeer come in. Apostles? Does he have twelve reindeer? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, all I know is Rudolph the Red Nose. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, um, I mean, Hanukkah used to be not very important until Christmas became really important, and then they kind of felt like they needed something around the same time, right? Yeah, exactly. They hype it up for the kids. And do you really get dreidels? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Oh I have a whole bunch of dreidels. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that was just kind of it's a terrible. funny little thing. I didn't think anybody actually got them. Oh, yeah. Dreidels and those little chocolate coins. I forgot what they're called. <laughs> coins? Yeah, chocolate coins, whatever. They have a name for it. <laughs> they're oh, wrapped yeah, in no. gold foil or something like that? Yes, yes. You mean the joke. cheap shit that people give out during Halloween <laughs> and kids throw back at them? You guys got that for Christmas? Well, it has Hebrew lettering on it, but yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> so, Hanukkah, do you get like a present every night for like eight nights or something? What is that about? Oh, we, for in our family, we got the good present on the first night. And the then the next was on the first night. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, then we got like a dreidel for the next seven nights. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> well, that's worse than my childhood, and we were just plain damn poor. So. Uh, oh, God. I, I can well, at least say I never got a dreidel or one of those chocolate coins that you throw back at people. I, I do have to say my sister had a friend that was half Jewish and half Christian. So that girl just got tons of presents. I mean, Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So she got to celebrate awesome. Hanukkah. Actually, when she grows up, she can actually get Hanukkah and Christmas off work for religious reasons. That's great. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, eight days and yeah, <laughs> then a whole week. During uh, my residency, I wanted to convert to Judaism because you guys had all these weird holidays that no one else celebrated. <laughs> right, Rosh... they don't tell you you're supposed to fast all day and sit in temple for oh, <laughs> most of the. Sounds Lord. fun, doesn't it? But at least I get, like, Rosh Hashanah off. And... I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how that's a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> it's a holy day, Leighton. Yeah, that's holy day, my ass. You get a holiday so you don't have to work anymore. I mean, we all realize <laughs> that laziness is rampant, so why are... <laughs> there should be a feast and resting and football. Well, what's the story behind Hanukkah? It had something to do with the Maccabees, right? The Maccabean Revolt? 
Yeah, yeah, that that was it. I mean, from what I understand, like three thousand years ago or however long ago it was, a, b- a bunch of Jews were having some kind of problem with some other people, like usual. And... Really, I, I just can't see that as happening. In the Middle East, somewhere like in ancient Babylon or something. Wow, and... yeah, couldn't can't see it, just can't. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah, and then a bunch of guys had, I guess they were hiding out to survive, and they had some oil for a lamp, but it was only enough to last one day. But it miraculously lasted for eight days. So, there you go. God, these miracles are getting really kind of piss poor, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, first you got God coming down, pillar and fire, parting the Red Sea, and then you get oil that lasts for eight days. Right. (laughs) Carving tablets with his fiery finger, and now you get, you know, the (laughs) G-Pass. Right, yeah. Exactly. I never really understood that it's like well that's a nice miracle couldn't he have just protected them completely <laughs> <laughs> yeah kiss my ass god give us an oil lamp where's your pillow of fire in front of us let's keep us warm too right oil lord why don't you fight our fucking battles for us <laughs> yeah you remember shit. ancient egypt with the parting of the red sea <laughs> didn't something you like that off all the firstborns i mean come on god god's like taking a nap Ah, oh, hell, I'll just let the oil burn longer than usual. That's my miracle. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. God fell asleep and all physics yeah. ended for a little while. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Oh, God. That's awesome. So now you get dreidels. Oh, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> makes It makes perfect sense. I, I so when did you first start doubting? I mean, we all kind of believe what our parents tell us until, I don't know, I guess the early teens. When did you first start doubting? Yeah, early teens, pretty yeah. much. You rebellious woman. Was there anything right. in particular that made you doubt? There was a number of things. I mean, I was thinking about it after listening to your podcast <laughs> a lot. And <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think what it was was, for one thing, um, I was surrounded by Christians. I was in northern New England, so there's not a lot of Jews up there. And so I asked my mom one day, I'm like, how, how come everybody I know believes in Jesus Christ? Like everybody. <laughs> Right. Who and, is this Jesus anyway? <laughs> Didn't right, they kill exactly. him off so they wouldn't talk about him? <laughs> yeah, I was like seven or eight, you know, so I was like, this is really strange, I don't get it. And my mom was like, well, you know, back in the medieval era, people believed the earth was flat. Everyone believed it. And just because everyone believes something, it doesn't mean it's right. So then I was like, oh, okay, and then I thought about it, you know. I'm like, well, what, about, what about our religion? You weren't supposed to make that connection. Right. You know, I yeah. I kind of had a similar uh, similar episode myself when I was thinking. You know, they they drill it into you as Mormons. You are the uh, you are so lucky because you are members of the one true religion, right? That no other religion has the truth like Mormonism does. And so I started thinking, Good Lord, there's like two billion Catholics. There's a billion Muslims. Uh, and there are only about eight million Mormons. <laughs> God yeah, is doing just not doing his job. A really poor job, or it's not the one true religion. And, and everything they said, you know, they, they'd get more aggressive. They'd be like, "I know this is true." I'm like, well, so what? I've heard that from other people too. So it really doesn't carry any force. I mean, that's kind of what started it for me. It was a numbers game at first, and then I see how everyone else believe just as strongly as my parents in their completely opposite religion. Yeah, that is a big one. I mean, you have to th- you have to wonder if you're Jewish. I mean, there's a lot of Jewish persecution going on over several millennium. Uh, so it's like, yeah, no, that's a nice thing to be a chosen person. Um, right. You're chosen right. to be persecuted. That's nice. I'm not sure I want to be part of this <laughs> <Yeah>. tribe. <laughs> right. Thanks, God. I'd rather burn. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, it's like it, it, there's not a lot of payoff. It's like okay, <laughs> well, where's the incentive? You know, and Jews don't have like a hell. There's no belief in hell. Right. So where um, are they sending me when I die? Right. So there's not. It's like the incentive to stay Jewish is really not that strong. No, actually, that was a serious question. Where are you Jews sending me when I die? You just go down to the <laughs> dust. Um, what? What? Damn it. The Jewish God punishes you if if he thinks that you need more punishment than your life he punishes your kids <laughs> under oh, the, seventh right. generation. the seventh generation yeah right so yeah i i don't know i i think jews just kind of go well 
I guess Jews just have a really special place in heaven and everyone else will get kind of a second tier place. I think that's kind of the general yeah. Like Mormons. <laughs> uh, atheists thrown among the rapists and murderers. That makes uh, sense. That's uh. awesome. I mean, there is a, um, in Job anyway, they, they mention Sheol, which I guess is this great pit. Uh, maybe that's where they throw Leighton. I like that. Hmm. Slide down Sheol for eternity. So... You're you're um, in Hebrew school until when? When did you actually get exposed to public school, if ever? Oh no no no! Hebrew school's at night. It's like Sunday school. I mean, oh you go god. to public school. Oh god! So after yeah. school, you had to go to Hebrew school. Yes, it was awful. <laughs> How many oh. days a week? It was twice a week. Oh god! That's horrible. Yeah. How yeah, long? Yeah, until was it? I was thirteen, until the bat mitzvah, and it was a. Uh, I think. Maybe two or three hours per night, if I'm remembering. God yeah. damn. That's yeah, un- unconstitutional. Yeah. Well, at, at least Mormons allow you to take a class off and do it during school. So. Oh. <laughs> That's, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. See, that would have been more like singling you out, I think, if you were Jewish. You're like the only Jew in the entire 800,000. <laughs> 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 oh, I have to take my Jewish class now. <laughs> I don't have to go to science class with you guys. You guys are wrong. <laughs> I'm going to Jewish class. Don't nobody hate me. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, what do they teach you in Hebrew school anyway, other than the Hebrew language? Um, they teach Hebrew you history? history. They teach you history. Yeah, yeah, which is you know lots of persecution. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you, you learn about the Spanish Inquisition. Yep. Um, do you have any classmates who just slit their wrists in between history class? I mean, seriously. Uh, no, but, yeah, it was pretty depressing. And, you know, you'd have to read, like, essays written by children that were, like, being held in death camps or things like yeah, that. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. How are any of you normal? I mean, you hear, you hear all the time about how Christians are persecuted and they were martyred and blah, blah, blah. They got nothing on the Jews. Nothing. The whole history of Judaism in Middle Ages is them essentially getting their asses kicked by Christians. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing that that there was enough to survive (laughs) to the Holocaust. Yeah, right. I mean, mean, every once in a while, just to mix it up, the Muslims kick their ass. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we still don't have the Chinese coming in there, so at least you've got that. (laughs) I don't know. I guess there was like a sect of Chinese Jews that had some kind of problem in China. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I was trying to find the one that didn't harass you. Nope, they've all been they've been stomped by pretty much everybody. Yeah, every nation, even uh, Ilongo over there was kicking your ass for a while. I'm sure. Oh lord! Yeah. So well, I... y- you learn um, essentially. Are you, you guys are taking names for the big Jewish uprising. Whose asses are we going to turn around and kick now? Well, that's easy. Turn around and look in every <laughs> Just toss a stone. <laughs> yeah, we have to take over the government and the media first. You know, finish that takeover. Right, the Jewish conspiracy. <laughs> right, right. Then we can kick everyone asses. God, I, I, thought you, I thought you Jews owned the world anyway, with your multimedia... It's close, you know. Give us another 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> so all of that penny pinching that is uh, rampant in Jewish jokes is actually true, is what you're saying. They're saving for the uprising, <laughs> right? You know, after the big <laughs> global economic collapse, we'll be the only ones left with any money. <laughs> <laughs> then we're all going to have to apply for loans uh, with the Jews, and they'll be like, "Nope, nope, my you God, persecuted I have the us." Worst Jewish joke going through my head. Right now. Oh, God. All right, all right, wait, wait, wait. So, in Mormonism, at least, there are still miracles going on. Trust me, my family tries to tell me about their dumbass miracles almost on a weekly basis. Yeah, what definitely. miracles do you Jews have in this modern day and modern age that you can flaunt? Oh, it depends which <laughs> Jewish sect you ask. If you ask the Hasidic Jews, there is a miracle pretty much every day. Um, <laughs> my Hasidic cousins, like they, they live in Israel half of the of the year they live in america the other half of the year <clears throat> and they're always talking about these miracles like oh i went through this really awful neighborhood in watts and i didn't get shot it was a miracle 
<laughs> so, oh God, that's a, that's a real downplay of miracles. Thanks, God. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I walked across this Palestinian territory in Israel, and nobody stoned me. It was a miracle. God was protecting me. I wasn't persecuted today. What a miracle! Yeah. Unlike the twenty times I walked through Watts and actually got shot. <laughs> those days it was a different miracle the bullet didn't kill him <laughs> exactly. exactly yeah that's exactly it lord all right so you um when did you finally break with judaism entirely so you, you say well I'm, I'm not jewish anymore religiously i'm uh agnostic or atheist oh i would say it was probably around college it took me that long <laughs> but i i think i was in this art school surrounded by people that weren't religious and weren't jewish <laughs> and I, I was like, well, it's Passover. I'm supposed to eat matzah. And, <laughs> and I just didn't <laughs> feel like it. I was like, well, I, I feel kind of stupid eating matzah when everyone's going out to eat at this nice bakery. <laughs> <laughs> so it was food. It was actual food yeah, that turned you away from religion. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for God to strike me down, you know, do something, show me some kind of signal to show that I was doing the wrong thing, but it didn't happen, so... Well, that's because God was in line at the bakery with you, so... Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think I already had had so many doubts by that point that it, it, it wasn't... A, <laughs> I didn't need a whole lot of tipping. <laughs> so. Yeah, I wonder how common that is as well. I mean, I remember as a teenager, you know, actually crossing that line and swearing in my head one time, and I'm just sitting there waiting for, like, immediate repercussions and nothing happened. I'm like, hey, wait a second. I think anybody who's religious does that, and then you just start pushing a little bit further and further, going, "God, you going to stop me?" Right, exactly. You know, and then I, I start celebrating Christmas, and <laughs> I just kept going further and further. No sign from God yet. Still waiting for it. <laughs> oh, it'll come. <laughs> right. When you're dead, it'll come. <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord. So are the Hasidic Jews the most conservative? Oh, yes. Yes. What's the difference between a Hasidic Jew and an Orthodox? Um, from what I understand, the Hasidic Jews, I guess they believe that God is still talking to them. It's it's kind of a little bit like Mormonism. And Orthodox Jews, like, they just follow the letter of the Torah. Like, they follow every single rule written down. But they just go by the rules. And I guess Hasidic Jews kind of make up a bunch of new rules on top of that. From what I As if there aren't enough rules. <laughs> right. You wouldn't believe how many rules these people live by. I mean, every single minute of their life is infiltrated by a rule. <laughs> like, everything in their life is dictated by a rule. It's interesting. I've, I've read certain books that, like a lot of the Pharisaic ideas back in 2,000 years ago, uh, and actually the Dead Sea Scrolls community as well, the Essenes, a lot of those ideas were kind of... Uh, written to build a hedge around the Torah so that, you know, if you live by these rules, you won't even go near breaking the rules that are actually in the Torah. <laughs> so people just keep piling on these extra rules, right? Uh, because it says you you can't work on the Sabbath. But then you've got to define work, right? Is work gathering wood or, you know, getting right, your and, and ox they out? Some, yeah, They come up with some weird definitions in the modern era because they... You know, there was no electricity back then, but now they've got to make up all kinds of new rules to fit around that. Right. Are there no rules ending. about how much you can crap on the Sabbath and where you can crap? <laughs> I, I would not be surprised. I don't know, but I, I bet you are. <laughs> well, there are only so many steps you can take, right? I mean, the reason the Essenes couldn't crap on the Sabbath is because there was a rule for how far away the crapper had to be and the number of steps was shorter than the crapper. So you couldn't crap on Sabbath. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised either. Uh, they they had rules about, you know, when you um, uh, defile certain foods, right? Um, and, oh, lots and... of food rules. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's more food rules than you can imagine. <laughs> Why? Yeah. What is a deal? Why does God what care do so much about food? food? I don't know. I really don't. <laughs> I don't get it. Well, I'm so still is, trying to figure out if the modern Hasidic Jew, so he doesn't have to sit there and count in his head, 
just carries around one of those little walking pedometers, whatever they are. (laughs) Just like hooks it onto his ankle and just glances down every once in a while. (laughs) See how many steps he's taking? Oh, can't go more than 30 steps. I guess I'm just going to have to sit here. Gone. I got to sleep right here. They have had, like, they have invented devices to fit around these rules. I mean, like, I know you're not allowed to turn a light on or off during the Sabbath, so they've got, like, lights on timers, they'll they'll put their ovens on timers and things like that to bake bread or do whatever they need to do on the Sabbath. So it's okay if the machine does it, just as long as they don't? Yes. My God, this is odd. (laughs) (laughs) This, This is prime for the machine uprising. They will just allow machines to do everything. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I guess that... in in the medieval era, they would hire Christians to do these things. <laughs> like, they would. They would hire, like, they call it, like, the goy fire boy or something. Like, <laughs> they'd, they'd hire a Christian to light the fire on the Sabbath because they're not allowed to. But it's okay right. to pay someone else to do it. Because their Sabbath was different than the Christian Sabbath. Their Sabbath's on yeah. Saturday. So, yeah. So basically, they are okay with keeping away from sin as long as they're forcing somebody else to do it by paying them? Well, this yeah. is why this is why uh, there are so many rules, because Jews are so good at coming up with loopholes. <laughs> they got to keep closing all those loopholes with new rules. Are, are and they, they find new loopholes. up their hands and say, this is just insane, the Jews are just thinkers, let's just leave Not it. yet! It's been about... Three, four thousand years. <laughs> no hand throwing yet. Yeah, I, I keep wondering. I mean, I, I, the Essenes, I guess they must have, like, ruled themselves out of existence. <laughs> yeah. Know? I mean, like, they, they were talking so about, rules. you know, pouring stuff into another one, right? If it was, if you're pouring uh, defiled oil or whatever into a container, the, there was a big argument about whether the upper container was defiled by the lower container. In other words, could the defilement travel upstream? <laughs> just it's much like salmon, I'm sure it can happen. <laughs> Some people said it could. Oh, Lord, it was um, amazing. And yeah, it's not surprising. I think what happened to the Essenes was, the, I think they um, they were on the way, their encampment was on the way to the final rebellion, and the Romans just destroyed them. Oh, I heard they died by constipation. I'm going to vote for Layton's answer. That's my girl. (laughs) They just all exploded. One Sabbath. It's not going anywhere. This is bad. (laughs) So it's just a bunch of spontaneous combustion on the Sabbath. (laughs) Yeah, these rules, I mean, like, I don't understand how some of these people live. Like, my cousins live in downtown L.A., and they live by so many rules, it's like they can't, they practically can't even leave their house. I mean, it's, it's crazy. like no TV, they can't eat this, that, and the other thing. Like, they can't go out to eat ever. They can't go to a movie. That's impossible. They, it's just crazy. Wait, what rule stops them from going to a movie? Well, all, all the different, you know, like movies are bad influence. Yeah, um, you could be subjected to stuff that um, would cause you to break rules, right? So why why don't they just open up their own Jewish uh, uni- or you know like Universal Studios for Jews and then just make their own movies for Hasidic Jews? There are not many. <laughs> I think they, they would have. Be to... <laughs> 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 I can't believe there'd be a massive market for movies that are approved for the Hasidic Jew. Oh, there's a market out there. <laughs> wow, uh, you they should come up with a. With a different rating, right? They should have, like, G, PG, PG-13, dreidel. (laughs) (laughs) This film has been approved for viewing by Hasidic Jewish audiences. Well, actually, then you would need for Hasidic Jewish children, teenagers, and adults. No, they're all supposed to live by the same rules. Yeah, yeah, they do have different rules for women and men. Really? (laughs) Lots of them, yeah. So maybe yes. a female dreidel and a male dreidel for which ones right. they can watch. <laughs> you cannot watch this while menstruating. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the 12 days before and the 12 days after your menstrual period. <laughs> you oh cannot my have God. sex. <laughs> that leaves... Yeah, that's, that leaves like, like two days. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it, 
they must have like Hasidic Jews gone wild in the two days they can. <laughs> what if you're irregular? You can't have sex until you're married. So you've got to be married. You have to not be on your period or twelve days before and after it. What if um, you're irregular and you don't know when your period's coming? Yeah, I wonder about that. Yeah, I don't That's know. That's bizarre. Twelve days what before. What happens if you're on your period during your honeymoon? Or just within the 12-day mark? No well, sex, you're screwed Layton. then. You've got to plan yeah. You've that They plan their life around their period. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> plan that honeymoon for <laughs> after the period is over. Yeah. Honey, what's your time of the month? Damn it. <laughs> That's on our anniversary. Yeah. God. All, right, All right, here's a cork, honey. Let's Let's get through our anniversary. Judaism is starting to become uh, uh, like Scientology or Mormonism as far as weirdness. Very, very bizarre. Yeah, what other weirdness is just complete off-the-wall craziness have you noticed, Abby? Oh, God. <laughs> Lots of it. Um, well, I mean, my cousins are the same people that taught Madonna the Kabbalah. So, <laughs> there you go. I mean, there's lots of mysticism going on. Um, they believe that you can look at the Torah and somehow align the Hebrew letters if you read them a certain way and do some kind of numerical weird stuff like probabilities. So they're stealing um, that from the Bible code, those bastards. Right. Some one way or the other. I mean, <laughs> that's a big part of the Kabbalic mysticism, which is about all I know of it. And of course, they really treat it almost like witchcraft. I mean, they're they're just like, oh, you know, you don't want to get into that. That that's too advanced for you. <laughs> there are levels that you're allowed it's like Dungeons and Dragons right <laughs> do you ever get anybody just walking down the street with a staff and then casting a freeze spell or something <laughs> I'd love to see that but no yeah do your that. cousins cast spells I mean does Kabbalah uh, allow for a spell casting um, not as far as I know but they do believe in it I mean like the whole legend of the golem was Kabbalic mysticism like, supposedly huh. this guy made a clay person and animated into life. So so it was like a zombie for himself. Um, wow. I could use right. one of those. Right. It's like a servant that you can order yeah. around. But it's made yeah, out of clay. Wait, wait, wait. Hello. They stole that from the Egyptians. Because when the Egyptians died, they would have those little dolls that would get called to do the work for them. See, yeah, I, they I, have... Um, what are those called, Leighton? Those, uh... I can't remember. I was trying to think of the name. They have one, like, the most wealthy people would have one for every day of the year, so that when the god calls you out to do work for him, one of your little servants answers. <laughs> <laughs> and so basically, they can be lazy in the afterlife, and I mean, even yeah. the poor people would have these little dolls. Yeah, they'd have as many as they could afford, right? They'd get, like, two or three. So at oh, least two or three days out of the year, they could take a break. <laughs> but the yeah. actual Gollum story comes from the... Kabbalic mysteries, huh? Yes, yeah, from what I understand. I mean, it's medieval era. It wasn't really ancient, but yeah. Alright, load there, on is... more craziness. What you got? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think. I mean, well, I know men and women can't shake each other's hands or touch unless they're married or related. What? Um, right, so I've made that mistake a number of times, going to the Hasidic cousin's houses and offering to shake hands with a guy and getting a really, you know, hateful look. <laughs> Yeah. So, so what happens him. if they bump into you? Right. Oh, if you're the, defiled, yeah, if, right? You got to go I purify think, no, yourself. No. It's flesh on flesh, so it's oh. like, yeah, if your clothes bump into each other, that's okay. <laughs> but, so basically, you just have to completely dress up for this, so you don't have any skin showing. Yeah, women don't have like you can't show your ankles, you can't show your wrists. Um, well, actually, it's it's down to the elbow, below wait, the elbow. Wait, wait, wait. The important thing: can you show your boobs? Huh, no. <laughs> yeah, boobs are okay, but no wrists. No wrists, no ankles, but you can show your boobs all you want. Right. Oh, another good one was um, you can't talk between washing your hands and eating your first bite of meal for supper. What? What's yeah. the justification? What's the justification? Why do they say you can't talk? Yeah, they have an elaborate justification that I forgot. <laughs> 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 And I've, I've broken that one a few times <laughs> going to their house. <laughs> well, I would expect every woman has. See, if these yeah. things were yeah. nice, Layton. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering when you were going to catch that comment. 
uh, I mean, if these things were common sense, that would be one thing. But they can't get mad at you for breaking these bizarre-ass rules that they just made up out of thin air. Well, like, they're who, ancient uh, rules. <laughs> they're ancient. <laughs> you should know them. That's, uh, right. that's how they... That's what they're teaching you, the Hebrew in school that you just didn't bother to learn. Oh, my God. Man, these Jews are crazy. Yeah, it's a little nuts. Yeah, oh, women that are married are not allowed to show their hair. So a lot of them, yeah, so they'll wear wigs. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, why aren't they allowed to show their hair? It's It's a temptation to men, yeah. Yeah, Are are they afraid men are going to put their fingers in it and pull it as it should? (laughs) I mean, seriously. <laughs> From what I've heard, my sister is Hasidic. She converted into it. Um, she's told me all of this. She's married. So she's telling me, I guess your hair gives off rays of, of spiritual holy light. <laughs> <laughs> so who needs a flashlight when the yeah. lights go out? Well, that's been proven. Right. You know? <laughs> so Hasidic Jew I, hair I has been used in flashlights yeah. <laughs> and lanterns. There's so much static electricity they can actually run the entire house on it. Hey, that that could be true. I mean, LA is very dry weather, so. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You brought up she converted into it. How exactly do you go about converting two different levels of uh, of this system? Oh well, okay. They don't make it easy. <laughs> so, so their whole philosophy is: if you want to be more Jewish, you have to work really hard <laughs> to do it. So, uh, unlike Christianity, where it's like, come on, just accept Jesus as your savior. It's more like, learn Hebrew, study for years on end, live by these ridiculous rules, make every every day of your life is a big chore, and then maybe we'll let you in. So basically, take all the fun out of your life, and then we'll consider you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Are numbers shrinking in your <laughs> Yes. They, they <laughs> have to enough. be. But they the have thing to is, be. They, they don't believe in birth control, so <clears throat> so there's a lot of breeding going on. So the numbers are shrinking, but not as fast as they otherwise would be. <laughs> but they can only breed during certain days, so... Right, but they're still having a lot of kids, <laughs> so... <laughs> they must be going hog wild on those two days they get. Yeah, they're taking every uh, possible chance. Well, wait, how are they exactly getting people pregnant... If they have to twelve days before the period and twelve days after, I mean that's that's like singing the uh, the song to Rocky while having sex. It's the perfect <laughs> protection. A female's fertile for about a forty-eight hour period around when she ovulates, but the male sperm can stay in there for about five days. So I imagine, given the fact that they twelve days before, twelve days after. Well, I don't know, man. If your period lasts five days and it's twelve, you're on day seventeen. You'd have to get in there pretty quick. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. How are they having so many children if they are adhering to this rule? They're cheating. Well, I, I kind of was wondering about the rule. I mean, this is just what my sister told me, so maybe she got the facts wrong, or maybe I mistranslated it. She definitely said twelve days, though. So maybe it was twelve days before or after. Maybe it wasn't both. Interesting. Yeah. But it's it's something like that. So I was kind of like, you can only have sex like one week out of the month? And she's like, yep. What's <laughs> <laughs> your next question? And why did you yeah. convert? Yeah, sign me up. That sounds great. Yeah. yeah. Woohoo. One of the great enjoyments, and I get to get I've rid of it. <laughs> yeah, no, I've asked that. And she says, well, nobody said it would be easy. It's very hard to do. Yeah, that little picture of Jesus, remember, Leighton, where he goes, I didn't say it was easy. I just said it would be worth it. Uh, I, I like it better when he says it would be hard, not worth it. I didn't say it would be easy. I said it would be hard. Yeah, we realize that. <laughs> I never said I wasn't a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what do you think? Is the Jewish God as much of a dick as the rest of them? Oh, I mean, have you read, have you seen the Ten Commandments? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, I mean the modern Jewish God, because the Christians somehow tried to get a fluffy God out of theirs. Uh, the modern Jewish God, I think, didn't really do anything during the Holocaust, right? That's he just kind of sat around. Yeah. So, yeah. So by definition, he's a dick. Well, now, hold on. I'm pretty so sure the... he created the Holocaust just to teach the Jews a lesson. So maybe if you Jews weren't so hard-headed, he wouldn't have to punish you. Right. 
Yeah, yeah, that might... I don't really know what the justification is. I really have no idea how... I think... I think they just kind of figure like Jew, like the Jewish God is kind of an absentee type of father, where he's just there. <laughs> well, um, there's and um, you have to struggle to please him. <laughs> there is a strain of thought that suffering brings you closer to God, right? Um, wasn't that the whole thing about the prophet Elijah, where the drought? He's like, this drought will last until you know you guys turn your hearts to God and you start recognizing that God's your Lord and blah blah blah, and then the drought will end. So he is kind of a dick in that he will allow suffering uh, just so you'll start worshiping him again. If things get too cush, yeah. you'll stop worshiping him. And that, that always seemed very petty to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's got like the lowest self-esteem of any god I've ever heard of. I think he's afraid exactly. of losing his money because, I mean, if things get cush, then they start spending the money rather than hoarding it to buy all the uh, media. What? <laughs> All the what? <laughs> well, you were talking about taking over the media, so I gotta assume that's what <laughs> Oh, we're back there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault you can't keep up with my thoughts. <laughs> well, I kind of wonder about that one. I mean, I guess a Jewish guy owns Facebook. Jewish guy owns uh, DreamWorks. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like there is there are a lot of Jews in the media. Yeah, so. Spielberg's a Jew. He keeps making all those Holocaust movies. Right. <laughs> that would explain why I haven't seen any of his movies lately. It's all Saving Private Ryan this and... No, no, no. That was Saving Ryan's Privates. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was his most famous one? <laughs> Schindler's one... List? Schindler's List. Schindler's List. There That's we go. it. Schindler's List that. I mean, it's... God, it's all about the Holocaust with you Jews. I mean, it happened a long time ago. Can't you forget about it? Can't you guys just live on your lives instead of constantly paying attention to when we're kicking your asses? <laughs> How long? In fairness, Spielberg's, that was probably Spielberg's childhood era, right? Like, isn't he about that old? <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. That's what the Muslims are complaining. Why are you Jews still whining about the Holocaust? <laughs> How much longer do I have to hear you guys whine about this Holocaust? It never happened in the first place. Quit whining about it. Right. So, as an adult, do you attend uh, the... Do I attend temple? No. Yeah. Do you attend temple just no. for the cultural aspect of it? Uh, no. 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 I mean, I, I've gone to a number of my Hasidic cousins' get-togethers. Yep. Um, I've dragged a boyfriend there once or twice. Yeah. Yep. Unfortunately for him. Did that last very long after the <laughs> acidic <laughs> Jew experience? Uh, they found it interesting. Yeah. I mean, one of the boyfriends was the ex-Mormon boyfriend that I've had, and he, uh, he was just like, wow, this is very cultural. <laughs> so. That's one word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you're really thinking. Right. I mean, I, I think um, to an outsider, it's kind of interesting just because it is so weird and so rule-oriented. Yeah. But I got tired of it very quickly. Yeah, and as for a reform temple, I mean, honestly, it's just it's very much like a Christian church, I think, where, where you just go, you pray. It's a community thing. People make uh, casseroles. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> They entice you with food. I'm beginning to like this. Of course, I, I can't talk between washing my hands and eating it, so... Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, I mean, that's one of the aspects that uh, atheism lacks most of all, is that... Potlucks? That lack, what's that? Potlucks? Food. <laughs> <laughs> Casseroles. There's no atheist casserole. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> that yeah, that's... That social gathering, right? We don't really have um, any anywhere to go because as atheists, we feel very much a minority, right? But there's yeah. nowhere to get together with other like-minded people. Well, I, I do go to game developer conferences. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'll visit a comic shop every once in a while. <laughs> I fear for both of you. <laughs> That's more of a nerd gathering than a uh, atheist <laughs> gathering. We're all atheists for the most part, but it's true. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I do agree. I, I miss. I would like to have a community kind of thing, and I, I have tried to check out the Jewish community here in Austin, 
I'm in Texas, by the way, Austin, Texas. And it's pretty much like any Jewish community I've seen anywhere. It's it's just a little too, um, I guess, family-oriented. I, I don't have a family, so... <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I, I, <laughs> so what happened to your parents? Then? She disowned uh, them. They're, they're across the country somewhere. Ah, <laughs> all by your lonesome down in wicked Texas. You you had mentioned um, that uh, there was a haunted house down in Texas run by a video game billionaire, Richard Garriott. I would love to visit that. If you don't know, Layton, you remember the Ultima series? No. Ultima three, Ultima four. You become the Avatar of Virtues. Oh, yeah, Lord Troy British. Used to play those games, yeah, yeah. Garriott actually made those. Uh, he was the principal coder behind Ultima, I think one, two, and three, and then he started, you know, being so successfully gathered a, the Origin video game business, and became, you know, became extremely wealthy. Uh, Wing Commander is also done by Origin. Oh, that game I know. You've had me play that. So yeah, so I would love, I'd love. He's got a castle or something down there. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but that's what I hear. What the hell is wrong with you? There's a castle that's haunted, <laughs> and you haven't gone yet. Well, it's fake haunted. I mean, it's it's in Texas. It's it can't be older than fifty years. <laughs> Nobody's died in it. I'm sure. I'd, I I would love to. I would love to hit that. And he's like a, a either a millionaire or a billionaire or something like that. Uh, well, so he's like a he was a passenger on a space flight. <laughs> so. He's, He's got tons of money. Yeah. yeah. All right, we got to hit that, Layton, Austin, Texas. I don't know if I want to hit him, but I'll hit his castle. So You might want to hit him. He dresses up as uh, Lord British all the time. In that case, I want to hit him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that was far off topic. Yeah, interesting. So you'd never been there, Abby, to that haunted castle? No, I, I heard about it. I I think I'm going to try to make it this year. Now, yeah, do the, give us are a Are the Jews against haunted houses much like the Christians are? No. <laughs> Halloween's an American holiday. Yeah. So they're fine with like a secular American holiday, like Thanksgiving or Halloween is fine. But Christmas, no, it's too Christian, uh, <laughs> which I don't understand. All right, Halloween's not satanic, but Christmas, whoo! Yeah, <laughs> can't have that Santa. Now, yeah, um, yeah. the role of Satan in Judaism... Um, is it is that become Christianized a lot? Because in, in Christianity, he's the devil. In Judaism, it used to be he was just kind of like a, a prosecuting attorney for the Lord. He'd go and say, you know, these guys are just righteous because you're blessing them a whole lot, right? But uh, I'm going to tempt know, them. There's no Satan, as far as I know, in, in Judaism. I was never raised to believe in any kind of Satan or demons. Like, so- they... Yeah. Wait, what did they threaten you with when you were bad? You know, good question. <laughs> we will give you more dreidels. It, it's very much like the God as the absentee father thing. Like he'll he'll be displeased. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Well, of course, this is the God that's not not all that great to deal with when he's displeased. I mean, he he like kills the firstborn and. <laughs> Well, that was thousands of years ago. We're up to burning oil as his. You miracle. forgot the Holocaust, though. Yeah, he, yeah, God wasn't involved with that. He was still asleep. He's displeased. Maybe that's how a lot of Jews have seen it, yeah. God's yeah. displeased. Right. Because they're not Jewish enough. God damn it. Right. Are there, like, mass Jewish suicides? I mean, this is depressing. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, you ever hear of Masada? No. Mass Jewish suicide, but that was in ancient times. <laughs> was there any sort of reason why? Or eh, We're Jews, let's just do it. I think there was like some kind of Roman persecution going on and they were it was like it was kind of like the David Koresh cult or something so they were like holed up in a mountain and I guess there were Roman soldiers coming and they decided instead of submitting to Rome they were going to just all kill themselves excellent isn't that where Josephus came from Uh, Uh, Josephus was a Pharisee uh, never mind. But Let's he did continue. write. He wrote about um, a group in uh, when Pilate came. Pilate was going to demolish a temple or put his eagle standard or something like that up, and they didn't like that because it was an idol. And so a bunch of Jews came over, and uh, he gave the order to kill them, to threaten them, and no one moved apparently. And they, but they bared their necks. You know, we'd rather die, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so he eventually relented. 
that was in Josephus. Maybe he should have just given them razor blades and they would have taken care of it themselves. <laughs> Here, my troops are too tired. Can you just kill yourselves? <laughs> my troops are on lunch break. Here's a knife. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so, comparing your adult atheist life with your childhood Jewish life, um, is there anything missing other than the social aspect of things? And the rules of your period. <laughs> oh, I didn't have to go by those. I was a reformed Jew. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you only had five days before and after then. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they even cared. I, I think it was completely... Um, just memorize some Hebrew and now you're Jewish. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's nothing... I, I, I didn't really like it. I mean, honestly, I had to go to Hebrew school. It was with a bunch of kids I didn't like from the regular school. Um, because <laughs> yeah. they were Jews, you didn't like the Jews. Uh, well, you, you can't like a Jew. I mean, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, looking back, in, looking back in uh, in my childhood, I mean, I hated church. Every time my parents dragged me there, I hated it. I don't know any kid who likes it. Right. Right. Well, that was the thing. I mean, I remember in having to go to temple, I'd have to, I'd be forced to go um, all day. This is awful. Okay. I mean. So you'd skip school in order to pray from sunup to sundown. Oh. For young yes. So God, you're that's stuck worse than Mormonism. That is yeah. miserable. and you're not even allowed to take a break to eat. So it's like you're fasting and praying all day. <laughs> Did you oh, ever hide crackers up your sleeve or something? So while you're no, you're not stuff? allowed to. No. And and I remember like in this temple there would be some other kids that would have like a Game Boy hidden underneath their. <laughs> 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 And they'd be playing it, and I would just stare at them with, like, utter hatred and jealousy. Um, right. You know, kind of tug my mom's sleeve. Can I have one of those? No. Can I please? No. Can I have a Sony Walkman? No. Like, <laughs> can I make them go away? No. Can I bring a book? No. I oh, mean, my God. So you're just sitting there all day long, hours yep. on end. So your prayer, Abby, lasted 15 seconds, and then you just sat there the rest of the day? It, it was hellish. Yeah, I, I I just kind of went away into my imagination and checked out for about eight hours. <laughs> I can't so. even imagine. Yeah. Did, are you allowed to take naps while you're praying? No. Yeah, it was sitting and standing. People would notice if you didn't sit and stand at the right times. Oh, man. Yeah. That is, that is sheer torture. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, miserable. I don't understand why. Like, I never, to this day, I don't understand. My parents still go every year, and I don't get it. It's like, I don't understand why they think that that's worth doing. Yeah. <laughs> not even very good exercise. No. <laughs> it's, it's no, it, that's not true. It depends on how fast they have to sit and stand for the <laughs> That Well, that, you have made me want to convert to Hasidic Judaism. Yes. <laughs> and because, oh, really? as Leighton said, part of the Judaic nation. Exactly. It is very important to be hated in order to be loved by God. Right, right. And, well, and buy a new set of dishes for every holiday. Um, we w <laughs> <laughs> and, and not eat pork, shellfish, or yeah. like anything else. Uh, we would like to invite you to come see us in Utah, where uh, it's the only place in the world where Jews are considered Gentiles. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a good place to visit. <laughs> And don't worry if we get you drunk and then have the uh, the Star of David tattooed to your forehead so they can tell which side of the tracks you walk. <laughs> oh, they'll you... be able to tell if I'm drunk in Utah, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. They'll know you're not Mormon. Right. Do you remember as a kid referring to other people as Gentiles? Do you remember that, Leighton? Yes, I do. That's kind of gone the way of... Uh, it's gone away, essentially. But did you ever read the... Not really... <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever read the uh, Great Brain series? I haven't heard of that. Yeah, it's uh, it's about these Gentile kids who live in Utah, and it's uh, this guy's apparently really really smart, and they call him the Great Brain or something like that. But he's he's a non Mormon living in 1920s Utah. I think it's it's actually kind of interesting. Yeah, it's for kids, so it's pretty much at your current reading level. Oh, good. So lots of pictures and maybe one or two words. <laughs> yeah, The exactly. great brain ran. The great brain smart. Exactly. Okay, I understand this. All right. Any closing thoughts, Abby? Oh, 
I guess not. I mean, all I can really say is the bar and bot mitzvah. We didn't really cover that. Let's um, cover that. Ooh, definitely cover that. I'm interested. Oh yeah. Well, it, it's pretty much it's it's even worse than the whole praying and fasting for a day. I mean, uh, every Jewish oh, wait, kid. The bar mitzvah is supposed to be a party, isn't it? Oh the, yeah, there's a party afterwards after you go through the torture part. <laughs> so so you basically spend about three or four months memorizing a long chant in Hebrew that you have no idea what you're saying. Just a very long, long chant. 15 how, or 20 minutes, I think. How, my God, how oh. old are you at this time? 13. And this is when you become a woman, right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You're a girl before <laughs> your bat mitzvah, and then you're a woman afterwards. Do your boobs yes. come in after that, or...? <laughs> I think it's right around that time. I mean, they, 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 <laughs> right? but, you know, in our modern society, you don't really want to be married at the age of thirteen. Right. So you have to me- you have to memorize and then perform in front of all these people a like twenty minute Hebrew speech. Yep. I can't think yep. of anything worse. You don't know what you're <laughs> you're memorizing it essentially in a foreign language, so it's essentially syllable by syllable. Yep. Listening oh, to a cassette tape over and over again. That was what oh, I remember. Oh, God. Jeez, that's like waking up in the middle of the night, repeating it because it's so in your brain. The one benefit is, though, the priests do not molest you in Judaism. Uh, hey, I, I've heard of rabbis molesting boys. <laughs> <laughs> why, can't, why can't we find a religion where a rabbi <laughs> or a priest actually molests a girl? What is it with the boys? Just one, one religion. I don't know. Uh, no yeah, we just want one religion where molestation <laughs> happens to a girl. I mean, equal. The no, no discriminating against yeah. this molestation. Yeah, let, let's equal molestation for <laughs> uh, That's so, a good point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it God. should be equal. Uh, all right. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll start our own little group, the Molestations. Uh, I think this show has hit a new low. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> there would have to be a floor for us to reach. Oh, my God. Back to the bat mitzvah. Yeah, I mean, that, that pretty much covers it. It was just every Jewish kid that's religious at all has to go through it. So yeah, they, so it's it really put you on the chair and shake you up and down during your bat mitzvah. No, damn you, movies! <laughs> oh, 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 that's a Jewish wedding. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Why the hell would they have you up on a chair? Oh, my sister did that for her wedding. Yeah, they dance the bride and groom around on chairs. That's awesome. Um, do they ever yeah, dump them out? I mean, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I guess it's possible. Um. Yeah, I kind of wonder if the bride and groom are like 500 pounds. Yeah, um, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of people dancing around, they just bring in a forklift and lift the chair and then spin the forklift. So, so right. your your uh, bat mitzvah, you're 13. A bunch of people are. These are getting really expensive now. People are dropping like tens of thousands of dollars on these things. Yeah, it's a giant party afterwards. Yeah. Um. And and every parent is trying to outdo the other parents. Right. Yeah. Now, are, are are you banned from dating boys until your bar mitzvah? I think that just depends on the family. Huh. I mean, yeah, that, that's. I mean, we're talking about reformed Jews, so they're pretty much just normal people, except they go through the bar bar mitzvah and <laughs> sit in temple for one day out of the year. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, they don't wear the funny hats. No little like the Hanukkah or the funny hat. It's not a Hanukkah. What is that thing called? Yamaka. Yamaka. Close enough. <laughs> yeah. No little yeah, dreadlocks off their side. They're, no dreadlocks. Yeah. They're just like you and me, but they're crazy for one day out of the year. Right. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, can you think of anything else to ask, Leighton? No. No. Let's see. We've we've covered periods. We've covered <laughs> all sorts. Boobs. I can't, Boobs, yes. Do your boobs grow in after your yarmulke? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I can see you've learned a lot. Yes. <laughs> That's a pretty good idea, Leighton, uh, that you came up with a yarmulke bra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you just have to force both the boobs into the one little thing. <laughs> you can have two yarmulkes. Yeah. No, you can't. It's going to be a, an A-cup bra only. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, well, I think, I think that's it. Yeah, 
yeah, I think we've covered the entire history of uh, all the different flavors of Judaism and um, <laughs> all the persecutions oh, yeah. and, and just, yeah, just about everything. Sides and, yeah. Very good. Yep. Very good. Well, thanks for coming on, Abby. We'll have to have you back on when we discuss. We'll probably have to do an actual episode on Judaism, Leighton. That means you're going to have to do some research. Wikipedia, here I come. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, we should really end the show on this note. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, fantastic. So, Abby, we'll probably be contacting you in the future for resources and stuff like that on on Judaism and um, Old Testament and Torah and Midrash and all that stuff. All right, I'll be happy to help, or, or at least try to help. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, have more conversations with your crazy converted sister. <laughs> yeah, you, you, I could probably get you to talk to her, and she oh, is no seriously hostile. Well, I don't know. She might not agree to go on this podcast. She probably she wouldn't. Might, no, she wouldn't agree to do it, but she'd probably yeah. help you research. I absolutely oh, promise fantastic. I will not talk about her boobs, but her vagina's open to anything. Yeah. You can't point. promise that. <laughs> sure, I, I really can't. <laughs> Impossible. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, cool. Thanks again. Thanks for coming, Ab. Thank you. Thank you.